0: Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. It me, Eric. Before we commence to begin to start on our next project, how do we do with Board Game 2.0? I mean, our stakeholders were like, oh, but I sort of liked Boggle. Too bad you disrupted all board games, to which I say, sorry. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so Eric, you seem like a person who enjoys creating 2D representations of actual 3D objects. I love it. That's great, because today we're disintermediating the old image capture biz with camera 2.0. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I mean, I'm not talking about snapping a, a drill fee while you're drilling something. Yeah, no, no. Uh, obviously, that's for social media. I mean, yes. real deal photography. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's I think start at at sort of the the point of interaction, which for me is obviously the lens.
1: Yep. Yep. The lens will be our our
0: objective. I mean, they're really expensive. They are. Just sort of pretty pretty heavy once you start getting into like very specialized lenses Mm -hmm. but let me put this down maybe they're not expensive enough whoa maybe they're expensive in the wrong way oh i'm listening so i mean i i think there's certainly something to be said for very specialized lenses that allow you to you know shoot a, a a a photograph that's miles away from you. Mm-hmm.
1: Super far away, or super close, or x-ray vision, or lasers, yeah. or...
0: Uh, any any you know. of those typical lens functions. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it could cost thousands of dollars to buy that lens. Could and does. It does. What if it was just sort of like a, a one-time-use lens? Ooh. So it was sort of... It was going to be way, way cheaper because it was just not made to the exacting standards that you, you know, right, it wasn't yeah. going to last years. You'd just be like, well, I'm going on a Safari. I need this telephoto lens, but I really only need it for a couple of days. And then it'll just fall apart because it's a piece of junk, but it cost, you know, 20 bucks. Nintendo's
1: doing amazing things with cardboard these days.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know about the resolving power of cardboard but there's something there
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean the housing can be made out of car- out of cardboard certainly mm-hmm. that's a good mm-hmm. place to start um and and especially if we're if we're um going the disposable route with this uh we almost certainly want this to be you know eco-friendly and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. make sure that that we can we make this out of as as reusable or recyclable uh parts as we can So, um, yeah, a cardboard, cardboard tube, a a telephoto lens just, just is like a, a bunch of lenses that are, um, a certain distance away from the, the film or the sensor. So... Yeah, so like a, a long like a a, a telephoto lens that, that shoots really far would be um, you know like maybe you know half a foot or a foot away from the thing. So mm-hmm. um, they're already and if we're working in cardboard as our as our medium to start off with, um, why not just paper towel rolls? Mm-hmm. You just start off with that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a thing that already exists. The the manufacturing process for it is is in place. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's exactly. so
1: super economical. It would just like, um, it'd be g- a good uh, first project for a you know startup.
0: Now, uh, to be fair, actually, uh, the the environmental concerns were something that I wanted to touch on, and I guess, you know, the, the nice thing about cardboard is that it is biodegradable. Um, the lenses less so, and I guess my my sort of plan B here was what if just one gigantic lens to cover every single possible situation
1: now uh <laughs> uh you mean like one like really configurable lens that yeah. would like change its its shape and and size to accommodate any any things mhm um so like uh we also we already have like zoom lenses that do wide angle to telephoto so um we, that that like covers you know that kind of thing so it would have to it it would have to like telescope in and out for sure
0: Mm -hmm. i mean i i think maybe there's some sort of uh consideration around like computational imaging here and i'm kind of assuming it, it would be you know given all the components and and possible situations in which i might want to shoot something you know low light or or movement or you know telephoto to to Macro lenses—that's a lot of stuff. I'm—I'm I'm kind of envisioning this almost as like a, basically sort of a garbage can size, like tipped on mm-hmm. its side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I mean, portability is—is is, uh, a little bit of an issue, but as long as you have like a handle on it, that's
0: mm-hmm. well, that's
1: one way to get a handle on that problem.
0: Well, it would be very, very heavy uh, <laughs> because you only ever want to get one of these. Uh, because you would only ever need one of these right and Sure. so exactly. what i'm thinking i mean i i uh i have a monopod that i that i use in some situations which i find is very handy and what i'm thinking is what if there's just a monopod built into the bottom of this lens but like obviously a bit a bit sturdier sort of like some kind of uh like a motorized unicycle basically
1: or like a, on a Segway. hey yeah
0: now the The
1: the problem with this is is now we have to come up with a a single-use (laughs) Segway.
0: I mean, aren't all Segways single-use?
1: Well, yeah. You use them once and then... Throw them away. Throw them away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say the problem is (laughs) is actually that uh, as you're trying to sort of frame up the perfect image with this with this uh, garbage can size lens you're sort of probably tilting it back and forth a bit which would also cause the segue portion to drive forward and backwards right. which is true, n- true not not desirable in this situation
1: yeah i i mean w- we might have to reprogram it a little bit because because you know that very problem could be the solution to to like camera shake in in mm. that like if you're if it's tipping around so like you can move it in a In a broad, like you know, uh, like in a broad strokes kind of way, to point it at whatever you want to point it at. But then from there, it's on a segue that is like self-writing, and so you Mm. can you can just like sit it there and not worry about camera shake because the segue is just like you know jittering around in exactly the right way. Yeah, in an
0: anti-shake exactly way. So this is, I think this is really interesting because you're sort of talking about getting it sort of pointed in roughly the right direction and then fine tuning it yes what if you only do the first part what if it's just what if it's just taking photos all the time oh yeah basically non-stop well
1: yeah yeah so so yeah why even why even you know press the shutter just Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just have it taking photos constantly yeah 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 i mean i mean um in in today's you know digital age it doesn't it's not as if we're we're like running spools and spools of film through this thing constantly it's just you know it's just just pictures so um or it's just digital you know bits mm-hmm. uh so so yeah we we could definitely i want to it's kind of like um security camera footage how do they how do they deal with that like they're they have it running all the time Do do they just like keep it forever
0: and well, I don't know, but I think what you just said about film is actually really interesting because I think it's it's probably fair to say uh don't don't at me camera fans uh that digital has certainly overtaken film in almost every realm but has- hashtag film is dead <laughs> take that but Uh, I think if it's just shooting constantly, obviously, uh, there are some some storage concerns. Uh, What if we take the best parts of digital and film and uh, combine them Mm -hmm. into, you know, I I don't have a a sort of handy name, but digital film.
1: (laughs) Fligital?
0: Fligital. Fligital photography. DILM. I like the first... Well, I like both of them.
1: I like both of them.
0: Yeah, you just you <laughs> you just slap in a a a, di- <laughs> a dilm.
1: You just some dilm.
0: Yeah, just slap in a new a new dilm canister uh, when when yeah. the first one gets filled up and it just keeps shooting, and then you can you know review it later. Yeah, or something. yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, the there's this actually happened recently. It's so, uh one of the camera companies came up with exactly that it's just like cartridges that Mm -hmm. are that are the same same as the same kind of like user experience as film but it's just like a a, like a digital like there's a memory there's memory inside it and like it's it you you take x number of shots with it and then you have to like kind of manually go through the process Um, but uh, but you know uh, in terms of this like gigantic uh, garbage can size thing. The the Dilm um, box would would be probably much more heavy duty, a lot bigger, mm-hmm. more capacity, because uh, we can afford to to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something there's something kind of poetic about um, about having gigantic spools of of actual film, though. Oh oh, what if what if um, we have like a a spool of of film except the film Um, isn't, isn't like film. It's just, it's digital sensors. So, so each sensor just kind of like takes, takes a picture and has like its own onboard memory thing on the back. And so Mm -hmm. each, each frame is like a whole sensor and memory component that, that you can just like, they go through one at a time. And as soon as you like take the photo with it, uh, that film is exposed and like mm-hmm. and then you have to like go get it later and um, so sort of
0: sort of like large format yeah like film, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: it's like taking the 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 metaphor all the way mm-hmm. it's like the film <laughs> like film for regular film is like a combination of of the thing that that takes the image in and it, it also stores that image for later mm-hmm. so it's basically yeah those so, two components
0: I I think that is an amazing idea because I do think we have lost something about sort of the the emotional side of photography since since mm-hmm. moving to to digital and sort of the experiential side. I don't know if you went far enough Ooh. because I very much like the idea of sort of feeding the you know the the leading edge of this Dilm into the yeah. into the giant lens assembly. Now, rather than each sort of uh, uh, segment of this sheet being a, a sensor, although that is very good, mm-hmm. what if rather than writing the image onto onto the film, it actually just writes digital information in sort of like a microfiche kind of way?
1: Oh, like like writing like writing it out in in like dots? Yeah, nice. Like a cd
0: yeah it's like burning a cd except yeah, yeah. on on film
1: yeah totally um that would be oh yeah that would be amazing you oh man that that's a brilliant idea so so the the film would be like i mean it doesn't have to be like literal one like numeral ones and zeros it could just be like dots uh of or like hex codes in binary Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh arranged as as like yeah, a series of series of dots. I mean CDs use like pits and mm-hmm. and troughs not, or whatever. Not pits. Not pits. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. That's that's brilliant. And then and then yeah, you would have to scan the film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then out out would pop a, a digital image. That's that's great.
0: Yeah, I, I feel very good about that. So I mean obviously you'd have to sort of probably for for you know however long you were you were shooting you'd have to sort of carry around a backpack of these rolls of of DILM with you yeah but i mean that's that's the price to pay for the kind of photography that you're you're getting out of this thing oh for
1: sure yeah like this is this is uh, you 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 know you know what you've signed up for uh, mm-hmm. already because of the the sheer size of the camera itself or the lens yep. housing um, we, I, we were talking about, about, um, uh, reusability or eco-friendliness and the fact that it is a one-time use, um, camera. Um, I was thinking about what we could, um, make the lens out of, uh, that is, that is biodegradable, uh, and, and good for the environment. I mean, glass is, well, glass is really heavy. I, I mean, yeah, gla- glass, glass is tough.
0: Are, are we trying to thread that needle like um, is I think there's maybe two two threads here. there's the uh, disposable lens uh, situation, which mm-hmm. you know like I think cardboard and like plastic will will get her done sure. or there's the giant uh, Segway garbage can lens that you're just sort of wheeling around, which I think is I wasn't thinking of it as disposable or, or a one-time use. but now that you've said that,
1: yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that's just just the um There's part of it that's that that is like the housing for it. Uh, but but then but then you know the lens and the the, mm-hmm. the I, yeah, maybe the camera housing is like on the segway and it's all mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, a, a unit like that, but then the the lens part would be would be uh, disposable. Yep. I like that very much. Um so in terms of, you know, the housing for the lens being out of cardboard and maybe some some plastic. I guess Glass is also uh, recyclable, but okay. what I was what I was thinking, what I was thinking was um, something else that's clear, mm-hmm. smooth, um, see through, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. So so the best, clearly the best candidate for this um, would be ice. Yep. You just you just freeze a whole a big old block of ice, shave it down, polish it. And, uh, and there you go. You've got your, your one-time use, um, mm-hmm. uh, thing.
0: Yeah. Now I, I, we're, we're very much thinking along the same lines here. And I think the nice thing about this is that the, the, the body of the thing that's mounted on the Segway, uh, is, is sturdy enough that we could have some sort of like refrigeration system in there to make sure that yeah. your, your lenses would last, uh, long enough to, to, use for you know a day or what have you exactly
1: and 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 even you know like um depending on on the effectiveness of that uh, refrigeration system um there might be a a sense of urgency to your to your endeavor so you Mm -hmm. you, like take the lens out of the freezer and then you you know you gotta you gotta get your job done uh in in however long it takes and and you know uh, and that could you know add some energy to the final product
0: I I like the sense that really you only have a limited amount of time to to get out there and and make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I guess one of the things um, that I wanted to address or or made sure that we at least thought about in in the design of camera 2.0 is um, the the social dynamics around uh, photography. Yes. And uh, specifically, I think there's there's Um, considerations especially increasingly uh, as as we've seen lately around like privacy and and knowing that you have been included in someone else's photograph and maybe like tagged automatically or something so I'm wondering if the housing actually has some kind of thing built into it that does like face detection Mm. and so if you're ever in a spot where you're like you know doing some some street photography or or in a place where other people might be, as soon as it detects a face, it actually makes a very loud noise uh, to let everyone know that a photograph is happening. Right, right. Uh, Yelling goat style. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I do have Mm -hmm. written down here yells about taking a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, that that, that really, uh, that's also, you know, another constraint to kind of work around when you're trying to to, you know, take photos of, of, uh, of scenes of things with, uh, with people around. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, uh, thinking about it, it kind of may seem a little bit counterintuitive, uh, because everyone who, everyone who might be in that photo that whose face has been detected by this thing, uh, the camera then yells and everyone's instinct would be to turn, to face where the yelling came from mm-hmm. that's exposing their face further to to what's going on so maybe maybe the solution is is uh you know satellite speakers that you just kind of pepper around the scene mm. um so and and that's what does the yelling just kind of remotely mm. um so so it detects a, a thing and then it sends a signal to all these like speakers or maybe just one it doesn't matter um and it's like actually behind people
0: Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: that uh when it when it yells people kind of just turn their turn their heads away from the camera Mm -hmm. and that's like extra privacy
0: that's very good i I think that's that's something you could certainly initiate when you sort of roll up on a on sort of a really pastoral scene uh there could be Mm -hmm. something on top of the the camera housing just like a a small rocket uh that sort of fires off a, a disposable speaker off into the underbrush yeah and then you know you could get the the goat that yells like a man noise happening mm-hmm. in, in sort of as you say in the opposite direction. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yep. And and it would it would uh, usher in you know like uh, advances in technology. You know the 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 selfie, the the selfie stick. Even um, mm-hmm. there's also all all sorts of different kinds of uh, photo technology or like drone photography. It's like you know you see it it ushers in this like new age each one ushers in its own little age of of photos that kind of look like they have been taken with this technology so like you can spot a drone photo from anywhere you can spot a selfie from anywhere you know like and it it develops its own aesthetic over time so this with the the you know um, the the attention diversion uh, thing Mm -hmm. um, would usher in a whole bunch of um, photos uh, of the backs of people's heads. And, and then you would be like, oh, yeah, this was this was taken by by mm-hmm. garbage can disposable
0: um, yep. camera 2.0. I guess what we haven't necessarily talked about, although maybe sort of skirted around the edge of it, especially with this this diversion tech, is that uh, I think cameras, even camera 1.0 as limited and, and, you know, hilarious to Horrible. consider. Yeah. Well, really. Yeah. Um, is that they have increasing intelligence built into not take a photo when you think a photo should be taken, but in fact when all of the conditions are perfect. And I think you know we're we're kind of sidestepping a lot of the of of that consideration by just shooting constantly. Right. But now let me say, should we be shooting constantly, or should we uh, build a, a little bit of intelligence into the into the camera? Um, and I'm not you know I'm not talking about like. A, a, you know, a, a significant amount of judgment around what makes a good photo. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where the, the human comes into the loop. But just sort of like a golden retriever where it's like, oh, that's cool. And, right. uh, you know, it, it can aim at other stuff and maybe sort of wheel around a bit and just sort of amble around a bit and take good photos on your behalf.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there's something, something to be said for um, the 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 act of photography is is equal parts you know like having a vision and and you know deciding what you want the photo to be of and the other part of it is like you know actually doing the technical aspect of like pointing the camera at something and like doing mm-hmm. all that all, all that work so so you know that that second part can is something that we could potentially offload and just have have it and even like deciding on what to point at Mm -hmm. Um, we can offload that to this like golden retriever type function. It's like, Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. And then, and then the act of photography just becomes one of curation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you, you have this like list of, of things and you're like, yeah, nah, no.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, having said that, uh, obviously we've been talking about a sort of a, uh, a segue platform for the, uh, the sort of camera body slash lens housing itself, mm-hmm. uh, have we thought about building that into an actual golden retriever? Uh, we
1: have not, and we should,
0: I think, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said, uh, from our learnings with, with, uh, dog 2.0, certainly, um, mm-hmm. that maybe the lens housing itself is just part golden retriever, thus sort of, uh, you know i think the the stability issue is there the the uh attention setting and point of interest ability yeah. it sort of comes for free if you will absolutely absolutely
1: the the one worry is that you know like may what if what if all it ever points at is stuff that's interesting to dogs <laughs> like like it's all squirrels yeah but but you know like it depends on how the the dog is trained uh, i i suppose
0: certainly so and i think you know part of this is is that uh as as it has this component to it now it forces you to actually get out and and take photos there's there's something nice about that it's not that you've you know invested in this extremely large uh piece of equipment and and it's just sort of sitting at home you have to take it out
1: right right the the best camera is the one
0: you go go out with Mm -hmm. The the best camera is the one that you have to take out or else it, it poops in your living room.
1: It's man's best camera.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And maybe actually, you know, now that I've thought about this, maybe it, uh, you know, you have to take it out because it, it, it's, uh, you know, it it needs to be exercised and you want to take photos. Maybe it actually, uh, poops the dill.
1: Yeah. When when it's done. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, uh, um, it could like the, it could power the refrigeration unit
0: too, mm-hmm. kinetic, kinetic energy. There's, there's a lot of benefits here. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is feeling like a really nice sort of, um ecosystem of, of photography that we've built up here. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, as always, you know, I, I want to make sure we're thinking, uh, thoughtfully about how to bring this to market. Yeah. Um, and you've just said man's best camera and that's very compelling. It's pretty decent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I was definitely thinking of, about um, so there's an there's an aspirational kind of inspirational aspect to this um, where we want to it, it, we're taking a lot of we're automating or dog dogmating. Uh, a, a lot of the the parts a lot of the, the the labor of photography and just kind of uh making it more accessible to people um so that so that they can they can you know uh everyone can feel like they can do this mm-hmm. um and then and then playing off the the format of this machine um the the giant cylinder kind mm-hmm. of kind of thing um putting those together uh we could we can make it like a a yes you can mm mm-hmm. and it's like a, it's also a can yeah that does open up uh like open us up to a smear c- campaign uh from our competitors um that would be like no you can't Murah, but i'm not super worried about that
0: so i think there's there's something really nice about that i wonder if we want to speak at all to both the the environmental aspect or the curation aspect and i think both are are really significant advances here uh
1: uh well it's it's a disposable camera Hmm. um but since it's on a like a dog frame that that you can kind of maneuver into whatever orientation you want um it could be a disposable camera as in this is this is posable
0: okay yep yep i'm liking that Mm -hmm. so i guess it's uh yeah i think i think all of these are really good as as like taglines like you know something something disposable camera (laughs) disposable camera yes excuse me yes yes so that's good like it's it's the you know the the name of the thing that i think i'm i'm not quite uh right
1: um there's the ice lens part of it too I'm 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 in tagline mode. It's like uh um you you get somebody in front of you and and you're like freeze. Well, but that's more of a that's kind of aggressive.
0: It's a very large lens in a very large camera dog, um, and it's made out of cardboard. Go. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so so it would be um uh card uh, cardboard. I feel like I feel like disposable camera or sorry uh, excuse me disposable camera. Yeah. Um it really just states kind of what it is. So yeah. it could work as a name.
0: I mean maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just extremely straightforward and yeah. you know it, it sort of speaks for itself as soon as you as soon as you see it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you know we we can have some brand recognition um on like the the housing of the of the uh, Dilm containers or the uh, the outside of the uh, cardboard lens assembly as well. That's just like a like a cute dog icon that has like a lens uh, for for a face or something. Yeah. And so it's yeah. it's just like oh it's it's that thing. Okay, cool.
1: For sure. Absolutely. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling like really it. good about this. I like it.
0: There we go. If there are things in your life that need to be redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at www.theredesign.design or on Twitter at TheRedesignCast. Or you can also email us with your redesign ideas. We'd love to hear from you and solve your problems. And you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you left a comment or star rating or both on iTunes or shared it with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.